You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 213. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I am your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people, that's you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a fiduciary, a fee-only certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor. It is great to be with you today, and today's episode is all about handling or how or can you handle the stock market. But before we get to the topic of the day, first just wanted to say happy 2023 to everyone. And if you're a longtime listener, thanks for being here. If it's your first time, thanks for being here. But I have a question for every single one of you listening to this podcast today. Did you open up your year-end statements? And what I mean by that is your 401k statement, your IRA statement, your brokerage statement, your 403b statement, et cetera. Did you open it up? I bet most of you have. Your year-end statements probably have arrived. If they haven't, they will in a day or two. Some of us don't even get statements in the mail anymore. In fact, most of us don't. And so maybe you didn't. But maybe you logged in and checked out your year-end balance and took a look at where you were the first day of 2022, and then look where you were at the end of the year, 12-31-2022. So if you were one of those people that looked at your statement, I will have a question for you. But for all of you that haven't looked, that's not a bad thing. If you're happy with your investment policy statement, you know how you're being invested. If you have a good certified financial planner, if you're doing it yourself, and you know that you have a great allocation, there's no reason to look. Because back to my question, those who looked, how did it make you feel? I bet for most people, it didn't feel very good. In fact, it made you a little anxious, maybe a little angry, maybe sad. Maybe you said to yourself, I am never going to be able to retire. Maybe you said, I'm in the wrong investments. Maybe you said, I need to fire my financial advisor. How did you feel when you opened up your year-end statements? Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. Can you handle your investments? And I don't know if that's going to be our title or our topic, but I think it's a good question to think about as we go and talk about this podcast and basically the feelings we're feeling after we opened up our year-end statement. I mean, think back to December 2019. The economy was humming. Unemployment, interest rates, inflation were all at historically low levels. That wasn't long ago, the end of 2019. But then what happened? What happened since then? 
a global pandemic hit. By the end of March, the S&P 500 had dropped nearly 20% in value, down 9% in a day. Later in the year, scientists announced that they develop a vaccine and markets roared back. Fang stocks soared. Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, and they soared big time. But then they gave up a lot of gains. Mame stocks, remember that was all the hype in 2020? Some of those stocks shot way up like GameStop. And guess what? Then they fell back down. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies reached their record highs since December 2019. Then what happened? They crashed. Inflation spiked to the highest levels most of us have ever experienced. Oh yeah, and Russia? Well, they invaded Ukraine, sparking a humanitarian crisis and geopolitical uncertainty. Now let's go back to December 2019. I don't know anyone who predicted all of that was going to happen back in December 2019. But pretend for a second, someone had. What if someone predicted it? Someone you really trusted, someone you followed, someone who said all of those things were going to happen and you really believed they were going to happen. What would you do? What would you have done? Would you have taken all your money out and maybe hid it under a rock? What would you have done? If that's not hard, I got another question for you. What if the person that told you, despite all that bad news I just told you, that the Russell 3000, the average of the U.S. market, would average a return of 10% a year over the next three years? Would you have believed them? The global pandemic, the crashes, the inflation, the war, would you have believed That the person who predicted all of this yuck that was going to go on then said, oh, but the market's still going to average 10% per year over the next three years. Would you have still believed that person? Would you have stayed in the market? Man, those are tough questions. Because guess what? That's exactly what happened. A yearly return of 10%. That's pretty darn close to the stock market historical average over the past century. But we don't think about the average of the last three years, even though it's only been three years, because we can only think about what happened when we opened up our statements at the beginning of this month and saw the total loss of 2022. But we don't stitch together all those gains the two years before. I mean, just last year, the S&P 500 was up over 25%. In 2022, it was down a little over 18%. Net, net, there was a gain even in the last two years. But the conclusion I hope you reach is that it is impossible to outguess the markets. What you're better off doing is expecting that the markets do their job of capturing human ingenuity taking place every day across thousands of publicly traded companies around the world. And what do I mean by stock markets doing their job? Well, when news of a pandemic hit, the markets adjusted, the prices went down. In other words, when uncertainty peaked around March of 2020, think about that for a second. Things were just starting to close down. The NBA stopped playing, gyms started closing, soon school closed. And when uncertainty peaked around 
March of 2020, investors demanded a higher return to jump into the market. I mean, who wanted to? March of 220, were you ready to throw a bunch of money in the market? Never experienced a pandemic before? If you're going to, you better demand a very high return. And then guess what? When the news of a vaccine spread, the market adjusted its expectations accordingly. The market went up. But in between there, wild swings up and down. Making a change during either of those cycles can be dangerous. The past three years were a good test of whether or not you had an investment plan that was sensible to stick with. What do I mean by that? That you actually had an investment policy statement. You really tested out the risk of those investments and what you could reasonably expect those investments to do. And if you would be comfortable with the downside of the risk that you are taking. So take a moment to think about what you're doing with your investment plan. Did you make a mistake? Do you not have an investment policy statement? Because this is the time to prepare for next time. Because the next three years, my friend, my family steward friend, they're going to be just as uncertain. We just don't know what those uncertainties are going to be right now. And why can I say they're going to be uncertain? Because every year is uncertain. Make sure your investment plan is sensible and based on financial science. Be comfortable how you're invested. You don't have to know everything, but know your investment philosophy and know that it's not based on someone's opinion, but rather financial science. Second, make sure it's realistic for you in your own unique situation. Don't copy your friend's investment policy statement. Their risk is different than yours. Your goals are different than other people's goals. Because even the greatest plan is no good if you can't stick with it during the tough times. We have to find a risk level that's right for you. And so when we have years like 2022 and you open up that January statement, you're not happy, but you're not surprised because you know that's what the market does. It cycles up and down. Invest in markets in whatever asset mix is right for you. And if you're not sure, if you're a do-it-yourselfer right now and you're just confused or anxious or stressed out, talk with a financial advisor. Feel free and reach out to me, Scott, at FortressPlanningGroup.com or go find a fee-only planner. You can Google the fee-only network, napfa.org, and you can find an advisor in your area or work with somebody remotely. We work with clients in almost 20 states right now. But for people that do work with me, they know I don't make predictions. But I do believe in the power of people to fix problems, big and small, innovating the entire way. I am a positive person, and it has been proven that positive people do well over the market through long periods of time because they believe in what the stock market actually is, which is having tiny ownership in thousands and thousands of different companies. And all of these people are trying to fix problems, a service problem, trying to make services better, 
new services, new products, better profit. I believe in the power of people that we were built in a certain way to work and to make progress in the face of challenges. Hey, we've seen the ingenuity in people and the fast progress as evident with the pandemic and the fight against COVID-19. Vaccines were developed at lightning speed and now are being administered around the world. We've seen it in the continued progress of gene therapy, revolutionizing the treatment of so many diseases. So as you and I start 2023, let's remember the lessons of the past three years. And then let's develop and stick to plans that take us through the short-term up and downs because we know they're going to be there of all the market fluctuations so we can capture the long-term benefits of the stock market. I can't tell you with 100% certainty, I cannot guarantee you that the stock market will behave the last or the next 30 years like it did the last, but we have faith in people and the progress of people. And the stock market is all about people and developing better products and services and solving problems. And with all of that is profit. And if we can stay in our seats, I think we're gonna be just fine. I think that us as family stewards have an obligation to stay in our seats, to not have an investment policy plan that has a swinging in and out of the market and making guesses based off of people's opinions. No, we have a responsibility to follow science, not only for us, but for everyone who's counting on us in our family. And if we do that, we as family stewards put ourselves in the greatest chance for success. So when you open up that statement, if you haven't already, you can be upset, but know that you have a great investment policy statement and you will make it through the long term. That's all the time I have. I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal of Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a resident investment advisory firm regulated by Securities Act of Wisconsin Courts Compliance with Securities Laws and Regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.